I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. fucking Mark Twain shit, because it's definitely getting chisel on your tombstone. and welcome to Who Will Survive Horror Podcast. This is episode 31. I am your host, Paul, a.k.a. Mike Tobacco, and I'm here <laughs> looking for some killer clowns. I swear to God, they're real, too. Uh, yeah. With me, as always, is my co-host, Marco. What's he, up, uh, uh, a.k.a. something? Go yes. ahead, give me an a.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say that you have... have uh, Stared directly into the gravity drive and seen such horrible things that now you have gouged your eyes out and you're blind. Yes, I love it. Some people might call it hell, and it's just a fancy word for where we're going. What happened to your eyes? Where am I going? We won't need eyes to see. <laughs> but luckily, you don't need to see for where we're going because this is an audio podcast anyways. <laughs> yeah. And with us, we have a special guest. You may know him from his podcast, Hello, This is the Doom Show, or from an appearance sometime in the past over a year ago when he was on Friends Till the End with me. And uh, before we get started, uh, Richard, I'm just going to need to check the back of your neck to see see if you got oh, any kind no. of marks back there. Oh, oh, no. Why do I have to put my face in your lap for you to do that? <laughs> it's just uh, that's, that's the standard protocol. I need to have your head at the right angle okay, so that I can... Me into it. That's See, the only view I've ever seen him in. I mean, I, you say that it's just a boil. I just want to help you clear it up. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, so your neck checks out, and I know for a fact that this is Richard Glenn Schmidt. What's going yes. on, buddy? Welcome. Not much. Thank you, guys. Thanks for <laughs> having me. Yeah, yeah. So as I had mentioned, it was like a year ago about when you were on Friends Till the End with me which was like shortly after I joined the uh, Legion podcast network and mm-hmm. was kind of starting to hit it off with some of the, <clears throat> some of the regulars. And uh, we had a nice little chat back then and you know, things happen and it's a year later until we talk again. Things happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, we won't cover what's everything that's happened in the past year. Cause that's like probably not what people want to hear us talk about. I, I, I don't even remember half of my meals. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, luckily I eat the same thing a lot, so I know there was a lot, yeah. a lot of chicken. Chicken and rice. Uh, a lot oh, of uh, a lot of coffee. Bless your heart. <laughs> oh, coffee sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we we kind of have this idea list that Marco and I keep adding on to that we throw around to people. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I was trying to do in the second year of the show that we've had a couple people on so far that were previous friends till the end guests and have you come on to actually talk about some movies instead of whatever other thing we talk about on that show. And so I, I had sent you our, our list that we're workshopping and you were really interested in these uh, sci-fi horror movies, oh, which yeah. I think we have a, a pretty good variety we had a couple of movies and then you had suggested another one and so we just bumped it up to three right but i think we cover kind of three different tones and different time periods and different sort of aesthetics with with uh these these three movies uh which we are going to be covering invaders from mars which is not the original one but the toby hooper version mm-hmm. uh killer clowns from outer space yes. and event horizon yes uh, so I don't I don't even remember. I think we had Event Horizon and something else, and then you had suggested a few movies, I believe, out of that. So how did what uh, what made you uh, choose these other ones for the show? Oh man, well, space horror mm-hmm. is so great. I mean, yeah. if it's aliens invading or actual uh, you know movies that take place in space with the horror, right? All mm-hmm. all those delightful alien ripoffs. Mm-hmm. that are just innumerable right. I mean, you, you know I love like uh, I love like Extro and like Planet of the Vampires and like all that like just those yeah. uh, just so much fun right. and uh, honestly like what kind of like pushed this particular trilogy for me was I really wanted to sit down with these three mm-hmm. especially Killer Clouds from Outer Space because I'd only seen a few minutes of it on cable this was my first viewing of the film oh wow okay yeah and uh (laughs) i remember uh event horizon being completely and utterly terrifying (laughs) yes sure when i was uh a teenage like late teens when it came out and then uh of course invaders from mars scared the bejesus out of me when i was a kid i think i saw it when i was about 10 or 11 right it was the perfect age for it so i was really just excited to get back into space and then get quickly back to earth and uh, watch this shit that's awesome right yeah invaders from mars the the kid in that movie is right (laughs) around that age group so yeah and and if you're like that age at that time i definitely could see because i think you and i are about the same age as well so i I didn't see this back then but i can put myself into that position and, and understand that uh, two of these were actually first-time watches for me as well. Um, Infant Horizon and Invaders from Mars I had never seen. Oh, nice. So, awesome. That's going to be interesting to keep, get your take on that because I know I mentioned Event Horizon a lot when yeah, we talk. Yeah. You know, like, hey, oh, you got to see it, you got to see it. Because, again, like how Richard said, it was impactful when we saw it, mm-hmm. you know. And, yeah, you know, in Invaders, I could I could have sworn. I was like, telling, yeah, I've seen that before. As I was watching, I'd never seen it before. Oh, so. Nice. Bonus first time watch, but also shame on me for not watching it, especially a Toby Hooper version, right? right? You know, I just was like, I don't remember this. Why don't I remember this? You know, because um, I probably got War of the Worlds was like my thing back then as a kid that scared me. War right. of the Worlds scared me, um, 
and also Close Encounters of Third Kind is my favorite movie besides Star Wars, right? But Close Encounters because of the abduction scene in there and it just got to me as a kid. Oh, so it's terrifying. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, so I was kind of like happy that I actually have a first time watch on this. But again, also, you know, bow my head a little bit because that, that's <laughs> something I should have seen. Right. Yeah, I, um, as, I would say science fiction is probably not my strongest subgenre mm-hmm. of especially science fiction horror that I, I don't know as much of uh, the, the older movies and the newer movies. And I have tried to play catch up with a lot of things, as I've talked about before. But sure, sure. Uh, I, th- I think just science fiction in general was always something I was always like that skeptic kid that was like oh that's stupid because aliens aren't even <laughs> real bro like just like how I didn't like ghost movies because I'm like ghosts aren't even real man that's dumb so but now you know funny. both are real now you've seen them both yeah, exactly on your runs so, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but oh, uh, dude, but <laughs> yeah it was it was never totally my thing and so I think coming into a lot of these later in life you can kind of see where the appeal would be if you were into that when you were younger, and and now I have a more broad appreciation for different types of mm-hmm. movies as well. So I, uh, I, I mean, I will say I definitely enjoyed the the two that I had not seen before. So yeah, yeah, like like we just said, they're fun. You know, they're fun, and and also you get some of the nostalgic things because sci sci fi horror. You know how I was saying, like you know, some t- in a horror genre, certain themes go repeat, and it's like every ten years we'll have a like a vampire. Uh, you know, surge, and then we'll have zombie surge, and then we'll have like serial killer stuff. Like right. to me, there's not enough of the sci-fi horror. You know, space in space, yeah, yeah. or an alien invasion kind of stuff. They kind of go through the spurts and it's quickly dropped. You know, or they just try to remake War of the Worlds or something like that. But um, yeah, I'm kind of curious to actually. Is, I feel like it's... yeah, it's more invasion stuff. You know, yeah. like like critters to me is a sci-fi horror. You know. Totally. Um, it, it, you know like that that, that kind of stuff but right. they need more space in space you know kind of stuff like aliens mm-hmm. and event horizon that kind of stuff is really cool you get that sardine can isolation uh monster rampaging kind of stuff out there is you know so they need more which i'm saying is like they just need a surge in sci-fi horror right yeah, yeah. in seen very much oh nine there was there was pandorum mm-hmm. what was that apollo that 18 yeah, and then uh, then of course they started making alien movies again. I was like, what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I could do a whole whole soapbox on Prometheus, which Prometheus, which I liked, but I, I don't know about the latest alien movie. Uh, I'm I'm a sucker. I didn't see the latest one just because I was worried that it would that I would hate it. So. I guess well, I never gave it a chance <laughs> for some reason. Well, to go on a little tangent, since we're talking sci-fi horror anyway, like the sure. latest one, it was good. Like I, I liked it, but the fact that it felt like a movie that was just chopped to hell, that really the pacing to me when I was watching, I'm like, how did we go mm-hmm. from here to here? And how fast we did this? And why are we uh, stuck on this? And I don't get this. Like I felt yeah, it, yeah. it's about time to bring the alien uh, franchise to Earth and invade Earth like AVP in the comics right did mm-hmm. you know what i mean let's yeah. stop this isolation one event thing let's bring it to earth and a war happens let's make it epic you know i'm waiting well, for that and hasn't a lot of the sci-fi stuff that has come out has been kind of criticized for feeling like it's 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 chopped up weird or it's edited yeah strangely oh, or, yes. or like how they shoehorn a lot of things to fit into other I things just yeah. saw predator 2018 yesterday okay and the studio fucked it up. Oh yeah, like, 
Yeah, that movie's a lot of fun, but it, it's, it's, it's it so... It doesn't make a lick of sense. Yeah, it's, it's really they poorly They had to refilm the, in, the entire third act. They had to reshoot and rewrite the entire third act. And I'm like, <laughs> how? Shane Black. Yeah. When you tell Shane Black his movie's too talky, you don't know shit about movies. Like, yeah. dude, it's Shane Black. Like, stop yeah, it. I know. He's so good. Yeah. No, I agree. I... I... I ended up liking that one when I saw it, but it was because I went to the theater with my kid, and then mm. it was there's a lot of comedy in it, so oh yeah, it's easy to appreciate a comedy movie in a theater with people that are all laughing at it and sure. stuff. So. Sure, I'm, sure, sure. Put that in your head. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Like like I tell Paul all the time, you know, on the the Alien movies, the third one, you know, the mm-hmm. when the, there's an, a director's cut, it completely changes the entire film. And it's for the better. It's like, oh my god, this is a complete different plot. Just, a, just an epic movie. And when I saw it in the theater, I was like, this sucks. And I saw it originally, you know, <laughs> when it came out, I was like, I'm so disappointed, you know, coming off of Aliens, right? And but then when I got the anthology, you know, a hundred disc set, whatever, it came with the director's cut. I watched it. I was like, wow, this is a good movie. Does uh, I'm weird. I can't I'm say weird. that about four though. Yeah. I I am so strange because well I love four, but I loved the Alien Three as a kid in the theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it, and then I don't care for the director's cut. I think it's oh, better. Okay. But I just well, want to get sure. in with that freaking. Uh, I don't know what it is about. Maybe it's just nostalgia. But I love that freaking mm-hmm. that freaking direct that uh, oh, yeah, excuse yeah. me theatrical cut. That that does. Mm-hmm. I mean that always gotcha. plays a part in stuff that we saw as kids, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. which. With the other movie that I had seen in this of is Killer Clowns is something that I actually yeah, have yeah. nostalgia for because as a kid my dad was like this movie is fucking whacked out man you got to see this you know when I was <laughs> like the age of my kid like twelve or something eleven twelve maybe younger but uh, so something that stuck with me and there was like parts of it that I thought were really entertaining and then stuff that I thought was really disturbing too so yeah yeah like like when we get into it it's. There's there's some very smart things about that film that they yeah. do that you just go and you're still watching it now. I'm like I'm sitting there going, fuck, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That is hilarious. That's funny. That's like genius, you know. Right. And you know, and it's a very 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 silly B movie, right. but right. it's just you know, there's certain aspects of it that yeah, we forget sometimes like, you know, uh, it's smart. It's there's cert- certain things to it. And uh, yeah. I love well, it. I, know- I love it. Richard said that like invaders from Mars scared him as a kid. And then me watching Mm. it for the first time at 39 years old, I'm like, well, I don't find it scary, but I definitely found this movie to be really funny to me. Like it was, it almost Uh, played more like a comedy at at my age. And then then obviously seeing it now, the way that the acting is and stuff in it. And yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. What are some other, besides the obvious stuff of, um, star Wars and alien, I mean, what what are some other good sci-fi things that you guys would recommend to people? Oh, well, speaking of Toby Hooper, aka Tuber, hmm, as Tuber. we call him over on Hello, this is the Doom Show. Uh, <laughs> Freaking Life Force. Yeah, Life Force. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another case of uh, let's give Toby Hooper a much bigger budget than he can handle, and right. just see and just see what comes out. You know, like and a pile of Life cocaine. Force is. <laughs> yeah, and then wash it down with some Jack Daniels or whatever, gin or whatever he got into. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's oh my god, that's that's just wonderful. Well, I know this might be controversial, but I actually enjoyed Apollo 18. You know, which was the 
the okay. mock going to the moon and this a, you know a monster invading these people and driving the, it was actually very entertaining and suspenseful like in that sardine can movie kind of way uh and a little twist on the whole nasa moon project stuff and i liked it i liked it pretty good is that um, the found footage one yeah yeah okay found i have one. not seen yeah. that one okay I, I believe it's on netflix or amazon prime right now i think but right. uh that one was cool and you know it's funny because um I always considered the blob a sci-fi movie and it's and it's probably just because he came from a meteor you know sure um, sure but because I, I do consider a, a kind of a monster but the blob and like i said critters critters is great sci-fi mm-hmm. um and then you get into like maybe it's not horror but it's more science fiction like the last starfighter is great oh man so good yeah nice. um you know of course yeah. I think well, I was gonna say Starman. Starman's pretty good, but it, it, again, I'm trying to get into more of the action packs, maybe horror slash sci-fi. Again, th- there's there's a list, but it's not extensive. Sure, you know, sure. Besides the besides the pinnacle ones, like you mentioned. Yeah, and there's probably a lot of stuff that is. I know there's a lot of things. I can't think of anything because I don't know as much off the top of my head. But um, stuff that's right in that fringe of the. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like an action thriller, sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of there's definitely a lot of space movies, but I feel like a lot of it is like fucking drama bullshit now. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, Cloverfield like, Paradox was going sci-fi, which was kind of cool. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, uh, for too. what it was. Yeah, yeah for what it was. And if I remember watching it, and I don't remember anything I'm about cool. it. So. No. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. It was definitely right. watchable. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I remember not uh, hating it, and then afterwards, I'm like, I can't tell you a thing that happened in that movie. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's one of those uh, kind found of deals. Footage, uh, a found footage with aliens that I really enjoyed in a the theater because I went into it knowing Jack Squat was Phoenix Forgotten, which uh, unfortunately it is also forgotten by the pu- the public at large. But uh, <laughs> right. but uh, it was it was like I called up my friends Marky and uh, Carrie and I was like, hey, do you know what Phoenix Forgotten is? And they're like, nope. I'm like, neither do I. Let's go see it. <laughs> And we had a blast. It was just such a surprise. It was really good. Right, right. And then you got your alien abduction movies, uh, <laughs> the, the fourth kind, which oh is pretty God. good. It, I forgot that. Yeah. And then um, not Dark City, but there was a uh, – uh, I'll have to probably look yeah. this up. But there was a – There was a lot of stuff in – There was a lot of stuff in the some, 90s too, right? A lot of uh, – Yeah. Fire in the Sky. Stuff. Fire in the Sky was great. Right. I the Faculty. It. Yeah, faculty. Yeah, a good one. That's such a fun one. Yeah, John where, where the drugs yeah. save the day. Of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Crystal Meth. Sniff this, it'll save. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Gotta love any movie where Josh Hartnett saves the world with Crystal Meth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, All brother. Right. Well, why don't we get into our first movie here, and stop talking about other movies. <laughs> All right, so our first movie is going to be Invaders from Mars, and that was released in 1986. The brief, often vague IMDb synopsis says, A boy tries to stop aliens who have taken over his town and are attempting to brainwash its inhabitants. So, I guess, why don't we start with uh, with you, Richard, because you said that this was one that you saw as kind of in the same... Age is the around the kid in the, the kid in this movie is around and it was uh, had a good effect on you. 
did you see it in the theater or like was it oh no just God, later I, on nobody home? saw this in the theater yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely on vhs sure sure <laughs> Uh, my 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 mom uh, excuse me my mom was uh, really really into renting whatever was on the new shelf okay. so we ended up watching a lot of new uh, horror movies or science fiction movies together okay. with the whole family cool. and uh, this one just I mean I already thought my parents were aliens so <laughs> you know it's got the paranoid juices flowing I just found the whole concept of just watching people you love. Uh, get taken from you and replaced yeah, just yeah. such yeah. a terrifying concept and mm-hmm. when you barely enjoy your your family's company you just then you think oh god it could get worse than this uh-huh. help uh, no, I, yeah I, I, that kid already liked his parents to start so yeah, it's really right. terrifying for him ever. Yeah, yeah. what a freak i know <laughs> but uh, i'm a big fan of uh, toby hooper i feel like he gets uh, shit on a lot Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really sad when he passed away, and people were yeah. like, oh, "Well, you know, he didn't direct Poltergeist." <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. he gets called a one-hit wonder a lot, kind of, right? Uh, uh, I don't care. Like, I've gotten so much joy from his movies, and I'm yeah. like, yeah. Poltergeist yeah. is fine. I don't even care about it. I I like like freaking Funhouse, and I think Fun if House you see like, I would say from seeing this movie. And I had seen Poltergeist before, and we actually covered it on the show back in October, I think. And so Mm -hmm. uh, just seeing this one now, it's like, well, I can sort of see the Poltergeist in this movie. So even if I guess he didn't actually do that much of it, he definitely was influenced by the work that he saw going on on Poltergeist. So Right. Because this one has a little bit of that same aesthetic and feel, the, the happy family with kind of the cool parents and... Mm-hmm. the kind of witty kids and stuff so I, I could just see him being really great at pitch meetings because I mean he always got these huge budgets right and like this huge I mean this movie is huge oh yeah like yeah. The, the budget was gigantic and you're like what is going on and so he must have been doing something right where I mean I know people were like oh he's just milking that poltergeist cred and I'm like okay Remember the guy died yesterday, everybody. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, he's got a. It's it's definitely got a big scope in this movie, and then you get into where there's a whole military base and actual trucks and shit, and they they blow oh, up a so scale great. model rocket and. <laughs> but then all the practical uh, effects for these giant fucking alien monsters, like none of that shit is CGI. Obviously, it's all right. Real handmade shit that's the size of the actual people in scale. So. That's the one thing I loved about this movie was the was the I alien know. monsters, the, Mar- like the Martians, the whatever. The least efficient <laughs> monsters ever. <laughs> they like, are. Like you could just do a head fake and then totally juke that thing and run away. That thing is slow I and swear. awkward as shit. Oh my god! Right, right. That's what happens when when you have a large person walking backwards and a little person <laughs> sitting on their freaking stomach or whatever the fuck is going on. It's ah. crazy. With a giant mouth and yeah. a laser eye. Stan yeah, Winston. I know. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and, and the, the 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 leader, the brain one, the the alien that comes out, mm-hmm. um, and he, all he does is that oh thing, you know, it's, that's all he did. Um I love that. That I thought that was cool. Like as a if I saw this as a kid, I would have been like, that's scary. Because that little brain thing that would only just kinda Yeah. It reminded me of Krang from the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, Crane. Just didn't talk like um, that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, 
I I love Toby Hooper. I don't care what anybody says. Toby Hooper's a god. But uh, didn't Fun Ninja Turtles came out after this, right? So I guess Kevin Eastman yeah. ripped off this movie. Oh yeah, you asshole. Maybe a little bit. God damn it, Kevin! He Eastman. did all right. We're coming to get you. <laughs> We're coming for you, you bastard. Royalty. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got Karen Black is in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Karen Black. You got freaking uh, Bud Court, Timothy Bottoms. I mean, just Louise Fletcher, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's just yeah. nuts. Like everybody's so great. Well, I, I love everybody's the Karen, insanity. Karen Black's character, the nurse that she plays. I love how she just buys into it so quickly. Because you're you're always yeah. frustrated. Like obviously the kid is always the smart one in these movies. Right. But I love the fact that he actually gets someone on his side right away, and it's not just him by right. himself. And they're all like, "Oh, shut up! You're crazy! You don't know what you're talking about, kid! Do you read too many comic books?" Right. But we actually right. get one person that believes in him, and you're like, "All right, cool. This this, this lady's kind of sweet. I like her." Yeah. And that that fucking teacher was such a bitch. Yeah, he oh was. I wanted I wanted her to die so bad. And then, spoiler alert: when the whole thing ends up seeming like it was a dream, I was watching it with my kid, and then we were like, "Oh man, I'm pissed that it was just a dream. That means that the teacher didn't actually die." Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, and that's another thing people don't like. People do not like it was all just a dream movies. Good lord. Yeah. That is well, like poison. It kind of play, so plays funny. like it was just a dream, but was it? It, it kind of does yeah. that little, like, maybe oh, it was, maybe man. it wasn't thing. So I find it really funny. Like, like, I, have you guys seen Nightmare City? I have Spoiler not, alert. but I have heard of it. That's okay. Spoiler alert, it's all a dream. Uh, <laughs> it, but it's such I mean, it's, it is Nightmare it's City. part, it's part of the charm part mm-hmm. of the charm gotcha. you'll love it you yeah, love it that shit doesn't bother me as long as the movie like as long as everything is good in it if they throw like it might be god oh, that's kind of stupid i wish they didn't do that but it, it doesn't like ruin the movie for me well this yeah. one having, did it having great. something at the end doesn't undo the other 100 and whatever minutes of the movie you know so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no I, totally I think this one great. did it yeah this one did it great like the kid woke up and it was all a dream and then he looks outside and the spaceship's landing just like it did in his dream. And so it's like, oh, shit, it's coming. You know, oh, everything's coming yeah. to fruition. And, it, and then it cuts to the credits. And I was like, that's awesome. Well, now you he know knows what, what like, to do, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like, I got this. Perfect. <laughs> I read the game guide and shit. Put a bunch of pennies in my pocket. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I thought it was so funny that they were collecting copper wire and, and all this copper stuff. And then the dad comes in and steals his jar of pennies. I'm like, they're not even made of that much copper, you asshole. Barely any Stupid copper. aliens. This <laughs> is <laughs> only partially copper. That's funny. And then when they said that the guys were caught stealing supplies or whatever, and they said, uh, yeah, they were loading these, these rolls of copper wire, and I, I was like, what are they? Are the aliens fucking scrappers? Just going around and stealing <laughs> copper pipes and wire out of great. abandoned houses? Yeah. The secondary market is great for this. <laughs> no, the aliens are just scrap metal guys. <laughs> <laughs> They're a bunch of cool dudes. <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate, like I said, the practical effects, the set designs. Oh, like you said, yeah. it was a broader scale. You know, it was a broader scale. You had the whole military thing I know, uh, that was going great. on. Yeah, it wasn't just like three soldiers and a general. It was like a lot of people involved in the shoot, yeah. a lot of extras, you know. It's like in Piranha when it goes full military and you're like, this is awesome. <laughs> yes. They brought in the army yes. to fight fish. <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm glad you mentioned that set design because that yeah oh uh, that whole backyard of their house with the path is all yeah. sounds mm-hmm. all and it's just it so, so pretty cool. and yeah. the, the 
tone is just the tone just grabs you and it's got that yeah. nightmarish freaking quality to it and everything seems like weirdly big because you know kids are like right. I guess little right. whatever right yeah, yeah I don't know go back to your old old uh, street that you grew up on you're like wow this is small yeah. I definitely want to take the path to Copper Hill it looks <laughs> it looks serene I need a, a, a picnic. an alien injection from the rear. <laughs> I mean, in my neck, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that big to go to to go in the other end, but it's definitely big to go in your neck. <laughs> Relatively speaking. I don't. Now okay. they now they feel the say. size. <laughs> feel inadequate. But they had some awesome practical effects when they when they needed to do them in this movie. Like it's not mm-hmm. over overwhelming practical effects, but when they have the shit, it's it's awesome. And like everything mm-hmm. inside the spaceship, I was laughing when I was watching it again the other day with Kel. Like everything inside the spaceship is all veiny and yes. and like biological looking. And I'm like, why is mm-hmm. everything in the ship so veiny? Is it like just a giant dick ship? Oh, you did not say that. <laughs> he, uh, Toby Hooper, doors are. he wanted uh, nasty. No, he wanted the whole ship to be breathing and moving and pulsing, but they couldn't afford it. Right. Gotcha. That was one of the things he said in the, the commentary. He wanted to be throbbing and veiny. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> Turgid. <laughs> well, I mean, the kid does The kid does yell at the whatever the grand leader thing is he he tells him to shut up you dick brain which i thought was one of the funniest lines in the movie they didn't do any harm to you my mom dad linda all the others they're good people they would never hurt you it's too late it's too late shut up i'm talking to him please it's too late stay after school every day for the rest of my life you'll just shut up a second <laughs> Don't you understand? You can't do this to people. You can't control them. It's wrong. You're not gonna get away One, with two, it. One, two, three, four, five. Please, can't you give me my mom and dad back and Linda and Heather? Mrs. McHale. <laughs> It's your turn now, David Gardner. No way! Poor little guy. Poor little guy. Then he was he was like uh, fighting with the teacher during that whole confrontation. She's like, "They're gonna get you, David Gardner's." Will you just shut up? God damn yeah, it! Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. It's so. It's like you go, David Gardner. That's right. And how many times? I swear, the name of the movie is David Gardner. They say the, his name so many fucking times in this movie. David Gardner. His full David name. Gardner. <laughs> yeah. David Gardner. David Gardner. I'm like, you can just say David. You don't have to say his last name. He'll get it. Uh, I- I had no idea that he was uh, Karen Black's son. Oh, mm. really? Yeah, that that was the more that. trivia I learned from the, the disc. Man, I was like, what? He doesn't have the same last name, so it's a trick. Yeah, I, I also learned that they they burned the goddamn set down. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> uh, did yeah, they? Yeah, 
Oh yeah, during the confrontation, <laughs> the sparks started flying and the guy working the head, the special mm -hmm. effects guy was like, all of a sudden they were cutting me out of the suit and I come out and the entire ceiling's on fire. And, and they, they did a freeze frame of that final confrontation, did little circles around yeah. on the set and you can see. So they were actually filming right before it caught on fire and they had to bail. Oh, that's awesome. That's that awesome. Was awesome. <laughs> Well, luckily, no one was harmed in the making of nope. this movie. <laughs> I mean, maybe somebody was, but we no, just... I think they all were okay. We just kicked that guy into the sand pit, and he got sucked down underneath, and nobody knows what happened oh, to him. Man. They love that cool sand effects, pit effect. Too. Yeah, it was cool looking. we got to show this a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the way that it closed back up, and then it was completely invisible. And you're like, oh, sweet. Mm -hmm. Although the part when they were the guys were falling into it and they just kept showing the general over and over again, just just screaming people's names, yeah. I'm oh, like, the why don't they yeah, throw the them general. a rope or something? He just kept saying there, he's like, uh, "Damn it, get uh, out of there!" Like sh so shaking his funny. fists. I know, wow. like do something, asshole! Stop just shouting at him. Yeah. You're a terrible leader. The only leader. things I can, only <laughs> things I can criticize. There, there's a little, just a little bit of a dip in the energy of, of the film. It's going, 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 and all of a sudden. Somewhere in the middle, I can't really pinpoint where. It just gets a little, uh, okay. And then that mm -hmm. stuff happens with the general flipping out. Oh, yeah, yeah. The last half hour dude, is gold. Dude, dude. Oh, my God. It's so funny. I'm right back <laughs> into it. But, yeah, it's yep. so silly. I know. I love that. Um, what about the part with, uh, I forget the guy's name, but the, the, the NASA scientist, the guy played by Bud Court, and they come across the aliens and he was like, oh, no, wait, no, wait, I just, let me talk to him. Don't shoot him down. And he, he starts, like, trying to reason with it. And he's like, oh, you do understand what I'm saying, right? And they're like, yeah, we totally understand you. He's like, oh, see, guys, it's all good. And then they just blast him with the laser and he evaporates. Yeah. Perfect. See, that's what you get for trying to make peace, asshole. Hold your fire! No, get out! Damn it! We can't just blow away an opportunity like this. Look at these creatures. We don't know that much about them. We don't know why they're here. It's all right, boys. It's it's all right. How does he know they're boys? Shut up. I think I have something that belongs to you. This is yours, right? This is yours. Go. That's right. Ah. Uh, I'm Mark Weinstein, uh, Dr. Weinstein. Uh, I'm from SETI, S-E-T-I, the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. And you do understand me, don't you? You do. You do understand me. You see, they do understand me. I saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> I actually thought they were going to eat him. At best, but... they're going to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was just going to say that. <laughs> uh, and I, I love that they blew up the rocket too. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, what uh, do you guys have any other points or, or just like little things that moments of the movie or favorite parts of it? Well, I was going to save the over the top general yelling. That was 
kind of getting an, it was entertaining at first, but then it got annoying. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh shit! But well, yeah, because uh, you're getting it, mad. It, it, you're just like, do something, dude. Like, yeah. stop just yelling. And and I never want to shame anybody for a speech impediment, or whatever. But the kid's lisp was so adorable. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> bless your heart. <laughs> I've been talking like him all day, so it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, my only other thing was uh, freaking uh, Dan O'Bannon wrote this bad boy. Was one of the was one of the writers on this bad boy, and uh, okay. he's he's Mr. Return of the Living Dead and sure. uh, crim criminally criminally underrated freaking mm -hmm. H.P. Lovecraft one, uh, The Resurrected, mm -hmm. which okay. I highly recommend that movie. It's not it's not spacey, but it's weird and gory. Nice. Uh, yeah, I've never seen that one. So good. But uh, cool. Well, why don't we? We can go around here and give our sort of final thoughts and what our opinions are. Uh, if you want to start us off, Marco. Sure. Um, I've seen the original a lot of time. You know, the black and white old time. You know, Invaders from Mars or Invasion from Mars was great. So I kind of was expecting a little bit like that, like the story and stuff. Um, okay. The over the top acting and it, which it did. You know the practice the space creatures and all that stuff um again first time watch for me it was shocking that i didn't see it before uh mm -hmm. i had fun with this i don't think like it's like a pinnacle movie right um it's cool for its time i can see if i saw it as a kid i think i would like love the creatures and want to you know act out when i was playing with my toys those creatures and all that stuff especially like devouring the teacher and it was great where there's there's a lot of payoffs like that right uh, I wish there was a lot more of the of the alien stuff, you know, more mm -hmm. widespread than the school. And like, uh, you know, the invasion got further than the little town, which would be cool. But again, I understand it's an isolated incident and, and a dream sequence. So um, sure. well, and I was lucky but, that they but again, had a military base and NASA all right there. Like the right time. there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I never really got the point of why the creatures were there other than just the copper to what refuel or something i don't know what it was but um that kind of right. got lost to me because i honestly i was just kind of having fun with the movie so i'm giving it a i like this movie i like it uh nice. and i'm again check mark i got to see another toby hooper movie so cool yeah uh what about you richard well i am so glad i freaking just went for it and bought the blu-ray uh just just to see how this looked after all these years Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just phew. I will definitely be re returning to this. And uh, yeah, I really I really dig it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Have you have you seen it recently and before the like, I know you had seen it in the past, but had it been like a long time since you revisited this one? Yeah, it had been. Um, I think maybe I saw it again on cable in the 90s, but, but this was practically a brand new movie to me. So maybe not since the vhs days okay uh so i also had said i never saw this one i really liked seeing sort of this elevated version of what the toby hooper direction was mm -hmm. because obviously texas chainsaw massacre is just this amazing movie and you can see all this cool camera trick type stuff he does and the and the way that he makes everything feel bigger than it is and I think now seeing him with a bigger budget and better sets and better equipment, you can really see he does some awesome shit in this movie. A mm -hmm. lot of the kind of like long 
tracking shots where he's following people around or I don't even know how they do that trick where it's it's like a close-up of the people and then the background zooms in but the people stay the same size you know what I'm talking yeah. about yeah that they do yeah, yeah. Like a lot of sci-fi I don't know how they do that like I just assume all they, the camera stuff is, they is zoom, magic they zoom in and then they track back at the same time okay like they move actually they they move the camera in and then they zoom out at the same time so it's magic the star it's <laughs> magic you could try it on your phone actually it'll work yeah. They have a magic do, yeah. wand, and they wave it, <laughs> yeah. and then cool stuff happens. <laughs> but no, I, I really, really liked this one a lot. I would say, it, it, not having nostalgia for it, it would fall kind of in that just short of something that I would love, but I am not saying that it is something that, it's not like a one-and-done movie. Like I definitely like this enough that I will mm. want to revisit this movie and, and see it again. And It... Uh, it's really cool. It, it has a lot of good stuff in it. And I think what you were saying about the, it has a little bit of lull in the middle, Richard. I, I was finding that the, because like with watching everything twice in a short period of time, I was having trouble getting into the beginning on the rewatch because I knew the setup already. And so rewatching right, right. it, I'm like, okay, can we just hurry up and get, just get to, to the, the cool shit kind <laughs> of like. <laughs> like, yeah, we get it. The teacher's a bitch and she eats frogs and Karen Black is kick ass and. Yeah, and yeah. What was up the one part when she's like, here, take the key and go sneak in the back door oh. of my house and just wait for me and then I'll be there later and you could tell me all about it. And I'm like, man, that shit would not fly in movies today. There would definitely no, be some sexual no, innuendo no, going on no. there. <laughs> okay, take the key to my house and go sneak in my back door and wait for me. Feel free Please to have a bath, don't get copies of it made. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I really like this one quite a bit. I think that with a little bit of time in between watches i'll enjoy it even more than watching it like twice within a four-day period or whatever but uh, that's just how i absorb material better so uh so yeah i think this one is good um why don't we take a short break here and when we come back we will talk about the next movie which is going to be event horizon
Not that I'm encouraging you. You don't eat pizza. I'm, I'm proud okay. of you. Okay. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it right after the show. I won't. Don't do it. I, I won't. probably won't. I, won't. I, 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 <laughs> you fucker. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I, I'm try. I am trying to be good. I am. So no, chicken I, and rice. I got wild. Go. I got wild tonight. I had an orange. Look out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck, bro. Sweet. <laughs> Dangerous. Orange, you glad you didn't have a banana? <laughs> oh my god, that reminds me of my joke. Have you guys heard my joke? No. no. Knock knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Orange, you glad we joined ISIS? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only joke I've ever written by myself. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> Maybe I won't put that one in the show. <laughs> no, hey, results may vary. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably told it on the Doom show. I'll, I'll look in the archives. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Do keyword search ISIS. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, you guys good? Too much yeah. fun, yes. yes. Okay. Hold on, let me just write down L time stampo, as, as they say in Spain. <laughs> Everything Spanish is like L, and then you add O at the end of the word. Stampo. <laughs> I don't know where my kids and I got that joke from, like, some TV show. Probably, like, Family Guy or something offensive that I shouldn't let them watch when yeah. they were seven. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what's a rim job? Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. It's like they were fixing his tire, I think. Remember parents' groups getting all upset about The Simpsons? Like, they were, like, yeah. forbidding their parents from watching. I mean, f forbidding their parents. Forbidding their kids from watching it. And then yes. Family Guy came out, and they just gave up. Like, ah, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get it they're like never mind <laughs> all right <clears throat> so we are back and we are talking about 1997's event horizon 1997 is significant because that is the year that i graduated high school Wow. so I'm that old. probably explains why i didn't see this movie because at the time i would have been like what's a movie in space that's stupid <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to go see some space movie dude i just want to go drink beers that I'm not old enough to drink. Right. <laughs> Hang out with girls. Okay, there weren't girls, just beers. There you go. Now you're being It was honest. like somebody else brought their girlfriend, but... <laughs> then she became your girlfriend. <laughs> no, it was never that kind of party. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I did see uh, this in a the movie theater, this one. Yes. Yeah, me too. So, Event Horizon, it is described as a rescue crew investigates a spaceship that disappeared into a black hole and is now returned with someone or something new on board. Mm. Spoiler alert about the black hole part, Jesus. Ah, right. Let's give away the whole black hole thing, Jesus. IMDB has given away its black hole to everyone. <laughs> you get a black uh, hole, you get a black hole. Right. <laughs> so I, I definitely had heard of this movie. I know this one comes up all the time on yeah. some of the lists of, you know, best space horror movies or best sci-fi horror. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's something that in the past few years I had been meaning to see and then it ended up on our our show worksheet so I, I just kind of leave anything that's on there and try not to watch it and wait for it to come up on a show then because I right. know it will happen eventually so so yeah I guess that's my excuse was I was 18 <laughs> when it came out and I probably thought that it was not very cool so uh, <laughs> I mean it's just coming off the heels of Jurassic Park with, for Sam Neill right like him getting very popular in every kind of movie right. um, 
you know, where that's what kind of drove me to go watch this movie too. It's not mm-hmm. just because it was a sci-fi, which I'm, you know, I love sci-fi movies anyway, but then you put horror element and then you put Sam right. Neill in it. Oh my God. You know? Yeah. And this had a lot of people kind of familiar of the time in it. Yes. Yes. Uh, so Richard, you said you saw this one in the theater as well when it came out. Oh yeah. I have a great story about this. My, uh, I was dating this girl at the time and we went to the theater Mm-hmm. Having seen the trailers, and I, I know I was really hyped up about it, and because uh, uh, I love Sam Neill as well, mm-hmm. especially from uh, uh, freaking uh, In the Mouth of Madness. Yep, which yeah. I believe came out right before this. I think you're right. Uh, we we actually both just saw that for the first 95, time. Ninety five, ninety six. I think so. Yeah, man, yeah. That, and that that's like oof, that great yeah, film. Great, great. Yeah, I need yeah. to go back and watch that one again. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, we so we went to the theater in the daytime. It was it was dusk, and we got there, and I the parking lot was completely full, so we had to park all the way in the back. We went and saw this movie, had the shit scared out of us, mm-hmm. like just oh my god. We get outside, <laughs> the parking lot's completely emptied because it was one of those nights where it, like the place just cleared after the yeah. movie's over. Right, and I had to go with her and walk through this deserted dark parking lot way back where my car was parked in the darkness with the trees <laughs> and so it was just terrifying right. you should right. just took off running <laughs> right to the car just start booking yeah. the, exactly yeah, let the day catch up <laughs> and this this took place in jupiter florida uh, a city so terrifying that they based a season of american horror story in it oh no oh <laughs> yeah. okay yeah freak show right they're like nice. jupiter florida i'm like oh fuck you guys oh, damn it so good but yeah i just i really liked it um my my wife uh who uh was very young when when this came out uh she saw it with her dad and it scared the holy crap out of her and so uh, she is not a fan (laughs) and uh so i don't watch it very often this was my first viewing in a long time Mm -hmm. nice yeah i didn't find it i mean obviously contextually i didn't find it as scary now yeah. But I think it's one of those scenarios too where like the the solution is like just don't go to the place where the bad shit is. It's kind of like like you go like oh jaws scared the shit out of me like well just don't go in the ocean and then, right. Like, but I really want to swim. You stand I mean, on the shore and be like fuck you jaws you bitch. <laughs> exactly. So like as long as I'm never in space I don't have to worry about this fucking shit happening to me. Which right. I mean I was okay at math but I'm definitely not going to be an astronaut anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Plus, they probably drug test, so there's that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> what? Stay no much. way. You'd pass. Yeah, you're allowed that. to smoke all the cigarettes you want on the spaceship, but you <laughs> that's right. Definitely do not see anyone smoking weed on the spaceship. Right. No. That's, um, uh, yeah. And I love how they were complaining about how they keep running out of filters for the fucking carbon filtration, but they're just smoking cigarettes like chimneys. <laughs> I'm like, hello. This is way before the smoking ban. Y'all yeah, gonna it. die. Right around damn it, Schmitty. What's the matter with you? Yeah. <laughs> I know that you're English and you want to keep smoking cigarettes, but you gotta right. cut back, man. We're running out of we're running out of carbon tubes. Right. <laughs> Hello, you got no tubes. Uh, but yeah, I, I love the the space aesthetic in this. It's great. The, like the the scale model work and all the ships look fucking great. Yeah. You almost feel like they're they're real or something. Uh, the the floating CGI when there's no gravity looks kind of dog shit now. Ooh, but uh, boy. Like now, right? It, it kind of reminds me of a 3D movie. You know, when you take a 3D yeah. movie home and not and not see like a 
uh, a movie that was met in 3D in yeah, theaters right. and you watch it here because it, it's like everything's floating in your peripheral or in your face and and there's a lot of that in the camera and the camera goes through things so it reminded me a lot of that but you're right it has this real i mean green screen is used completely around this whole this whole movie uh with some you know there's obviously practical set designs and everything but it's funny to see that stuff now because we take it for granted now you know, mm -hmm. back then that was awesome. That was amazing back in '97. You yeah, know, that was like, oh shit, this is awesome. Um, <laughs> and 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 just like the the feeling, like when I saw it, I, I like like it was scary because it was like like freaky scary. You know, like I said, I you know none of that stuff is real to me, but it, it's just the thought of that. You put yourself in the characters' positions and what they're doing, you know, to it. It wasn't an entity. It was the ship that was alive and. Um, doing all these horrible things to right, these people, right. and it, it, that's just right there. Still to this day, like I like it's a classic movie. I love this freaking movie. Right, right. Um, yeah, like the the part when I, I don't know is it is it Justin or is it Mr. Justin or is his name Justin Justin? Because they call him Justin and then they also call him Mr. Justin. It's just Justin. So maybe <laughs> maybe it's his first and last name. <laughs> it's Justin Justin. Right. Or to you, it's Mr. Justin. God, your first name is Justin? It is? Wow, I never noticed that. Justin Griffin. Huh, I like the sound of that. I'm a Justin. This is awesome. This changes everything. Peter, it doesn't change a thing. You're still the exact same person. I beg to differ. Hey, Lois, you see my hiking boots? I need them later for park soccer. Peter, why the hell do you look like that? Uh, my name isn't Peter. My name is Justin. I'm living a Justin lifestyle, and so is my family. You want to go to a concert? Huh? Want to go to a loud concert? No. Since I'm your cool father, Justin, we should bond with skin-to-skin -skin contact. How about Justin takes his shirt off and we can get some photos of you on Justin's belly? Your heartbeat is weird. It is not consistent at all. Okay, let's go for a ride in my open Jeep. I took the doors off, so it's extra terrifying. Jeez, this Justin phase of Dad's is kind of weird. When, when he goes into the the part where the the core is and he's like oh there must have been a coolant leak this stuff's floating all around in here and he's like wiping it off of this the control board and stuff i'm like it looks so funny or like yeah, the floating yeah. wrenches and shit they get on oh my god it's yeah, like yeah. oh look there's a wrench floating by Ooh. Dude. <laughs> i i gotta great. call that guy out it's jack noseworthy and he I know, is I love that guy. one of the most unusual looking people i know that's ever been in a movie he is so weird looking yeah. yeah, it's like he looks like a pretty boy, but he also looks kind of like he has a touch of Down syndrome too. <laughs> it's like, well, is he is he cute or does he uh, look a little bit deformed? I don't. I think he's what's happening. I think he's beautiful. <laughs> but no, I, I love him from freaking uh, from freaking uh, something about Idle Mary. Hands. Was he in something about Mary? Maybe not. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's Idle Hands. Yeah, the guy in the in the in the crutches. The Brit no, that's the British guy who's uh, oh. also a mutant. They also because it kind it kind of reminds me of that like the same. I thought it was the same guy. Okay, they kind of weird. They got both like a weird look. But no, you know, uh, he, you know he played in. He played in. Um, um, oh shit! Uh, it'll come to me in a second. It'll come to me in a second. The Eddie Griffin movie and Dave Chappelle. <sighs> I must have missed that one. Yeah. Hold on, I, it'll I, come to me. I did hands, see Idle Hands though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the one I like. He was oh, the douchebag with the giant monster truck. Yes, yes. He was calling everyone fuckstick or whatever. His his claim <laughs> to fame on MTV was he was in a show, a short-lived show called Dead at Twenty One. Okay, that was I this that. Uh, 
he gets this medical experiment that's supposed to kill him by the age right. 21. He has to fight for his life or whatever. It was pretty corny, but I, I don't know why I just remember that effective MTV sure, sure. marketing, you know? Well, he, he has a really cool kind of arc in this. Like, he's sort of the catalyst for all the danger because he's the one that goes into where the gravity core thing is. What the hell is it called? The gravity something? Fuck, I forget what it's, the core it's thing called is called. It's called the Hellraiser machine? Yes. It's, it's like the box, but it's a <laughs> yeah. circle. Yeah. Um, Good design, but, though. Oh, yeah, God. He, yes. Oh, yeah, it looks awesome. There's so much great practical stuff in this that, that makes the CGI look even worse. But Right. Uh, but, yeah, he's the one that he ha- he first ends up being shown all these things, and he's all fucked up, and then everything becomes urgent, and it, uh, it all kind of centers around him a lot of it because he has that whole crazy going out the airlock thing, which yeah. seemed a little bit cheesy and overacted now, but a lot of it was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was Undercover Brother that, that he was in. Sorry. You, uh, I, that was bugging me. I had, to, I had to say it. Oh, my God. I have heard yeah. of that, but not yeah, he was yeah, in, that's, yeah, he was in it. Um, but, yeah, dude, the fact that this ship, to talk about the move, like the plot a little bit, like the ship disappeared, mm-hmm. and then it, it all of a sudden reappeared, you know, and then this is the search and rescue, uh, you know, with uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Sam Neill as the doctor and all that stuff that created this uh, drive, the, the gravity drive that takes you to. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, to instant, uh, you know, point A to point B instantaneously. Um, ends up going somewhere and coming back and this gravity thing started, the drive started reacting and, and threw him in there again, Justin threw there. So he went where the ship went and came back just fucked up. Right. And and that whole because that's the thing where, you know, when he was starting to come, you know, comatose and getting, you know, revived a little bit and explaining what he saw. That's what's the scary part is the description uh, more mm-hmm. than anything else. And of course, you know, we see this log that the Event Horizon ship, you know, what the crew went through. And oh, man. that scene when they're when they clean up the video and they're ripping each other apart. Like ripping themselves apart and ripping their eyes out, and I wanted to see more of that. I was like, "Come on, hold it on there a little bit longer, please." (laughs) But that, like that, all that mixed in—that's what makes this movie so cool. Like, it's not a haunting ghost movie. You know, this is like a um, a ship that went to hell and back. And oh yeah, yeah. You know, man, I'm gonna watch uh, it right now. (laughs) I think Richard had said about the the Hellraiser influence, and it very much big time had that thought in my head too of Big like time. well this is like hellraiser in space except yeah. they did that but it was terrible i think yeah no hellraiser 4 i think it was. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no <laughs> and uh just a little bit ago you had mentioned the name of the ship which is also the name of the movie which Very. i believe that they got paid every time that they said event horizon in the movie the event horizon really <laughs> because they said event horizon about 999 times yes they did <laughs> The uh-huh. eponymous ship, yes. Yeah. It's amazing. Because the, they had that first part when he introduces it and he he is telling them, you know, what they're going to look for. And he says that it's the event horizon. And I'm like, oh, shit, he said the name of the movie in the movie. The event horizon. <laughs> and then after that, then they do it a thousand times. And I'm like, well, now you've just depreciated the value of that previous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I got excited about it. <laughs> this, is, this is from the director of. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> I am much less excited now. Every time you say it, my enthusiasm is lowering. <laughs> but yeah, I just I, I thought it was funny because they kept being like, everyone get back on the event horizon. On the what? The event horizon? Yeah, on the event horizon. The event horizon. 
Yeah, right. I'm not getting on the Event Horizon. The Event Horizon's fucked up. The Event Horizon. They should they should have done that in Resident Evil. That would have been funny. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. What is this? This is the this is what happens when you have a Resident Evil. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and and then we get like I said, anytime you get Sam Neill giving you a history lesson, like in Jurassic Park, he gives you a history lesson, and Event Horizon, he gives you a history <laughs> lesson on how physics work, and the closest, you know, uh, directly closest distance between two objects is actually zero. You know, you fold right. time, and but it, it's just like great because like he gives that same same performance. You know, that looks oh, down, yeah, yeah. it's like all right, let me explain to you in layman's terms what this means, and mm -hmm. oh, and then he ends up being the the antagonist in the movie, right? Oh. Well, yeah, because he, well, I guess what everyone ends up starting to see bad shit from their past or things that they've never told anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he ends up kind of being gone first to where, like, the, sh the ship has possessed him and he's a part of it almost. Yeah. It seems like because, you know, he had built this and this is his whole thing. The greatest, Which, the greatest point on that right there is the scene where... Sam Neill, he's, he's talking to Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne's like, we got to go home. And then Sam Neill uh, backs into the darkness and says, I am home. And that was yes. just great. Yes. And you could tell that he knew the ship really well because there was that one when the, the thing started to over, there was like a power override. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I got to go check the capacitor. And he just no, he opens the one door, climbs down this hallway, left, right, left, right. Right. Finds right. the yeah. exact thing, pulls it up. I'm like, damn, how, he didn't even have to look at a schematic or nothing. Well, he built it. Like he I was, know that was yeah yeah was, yeah. I wouldn't be able to find that shit. That no, was I don't even know where I. Way too many my, cabinets. My keys. And, <laughs> <laughs> but again, that was a whole built set that just looked fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean yeah. the gravity drive room, all those like crazy tunnels, the mm -hmm. the the badass like medical bay thing, and yeah. everything in this has the the thing that I know you've talked about before, Marco, where. It's like a lived-in version of space because obviously the ship has yes. been gone and people got slaughtered and got their dicks ripped off and <laughs> got splattered against the wall and shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. is all fucked up and gross in it too. Yeah, it's and that's what, like I said, one the, the memories that I have watching this movie and why it, it kind of hit really hard at the time where it was that mm -hmm. visuals and then the stuff that was left up to your imagination. So. When right. you heard that audio recording of their crew screaming of the event, of the of the event horizon, um, mm -hmm. and then all you, you you don't really show anything but the static kind of like uh, old uh, TV channel that you try to get the banana you know your antenna on to watch the porno channel on yeah right uh, unscrambled <laughs> or whatever <laughs> or scrambled you it that is a lot left to imagination and so you saw visuals like they're in the the bridge room and you see splattered you know splattered uh, you know guts and blood on the walls and it, right. it's just very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, and it's like, way. what happened in here? Right. I don't know. Let's Somebody stay in here. <laughs> looks like a death metal album cover. Yeah, yeah, it really does. I'm, like, putting, I th yeah, I'm think like, they were throwing around some jelly. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's strawberry jelly. It was when the gravity got turned on. It's, it went flying everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Just like the coolant. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a cool part, though, when they... I did like when the the corpse like exploded and, mm -hmm. and broke into a million pieces. The yes. frozen corpse when the gravity came on, yeah. that was pretty rad. That must have smelled great once the heat came on. I know. I know. And the air <laughs> is getting stale, and yeah. Uh, but the the other thing during this is that the whole time that their ship that they got there with got fucked up from this this blast of power that came off of the ship when the gravity drive turned itself on. Yes. And so they're trying to fix that, and I was laughing because. They, they show where they're fixing this giant 
crack through it to pressurize to go through space, and it's just like pieces <laughs> of aluminum foil with like <laughs> ca- like caulking and a few rivets. Yeah, and they're like, oh, that'll hold. <laughs> it's like, what good. the hell? It's just. I know, he's like, I'm good. Space repair's easy, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) And that dude that was repairing the shit, he's funny as shit in this movie. Oh, Uh, yeah, Cooper. Cooper is so funny. At the end, when he comes flying back at the ship, I'm back, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, rewatching it again for the podcast and revisiting, you know, this movie, I forgot about some of that cheesy stuff that's in there like cooper like you know that mm-hmm. those kind of lines where i was laughing my ass up but i'm like those kind of things take away from us from like that you know like a what else is going on in the movie a little bit to me if i had sure, any sure. criticism it's like you have this serious thing this this ship that's going to hell everybody's being tortured from their fears and then you have cooper <laughs> and then yes. you have moments like that where it's like kind of breaks the tension which again i laughed it, it worked um, but at the same time, I'm like, as ne- uh, like maybe in '97, it uh, probably didn't bother me at all, right? But right, like now, right. I'm like, man, if you took that out, or maybe less less comedy or something, to get the keep the the tone dark the whole time. Right. I don't know. I don't know if you guys agree with that, or or that was a much needed, you know, thing. Uh, I think I think it works. I guess it just depends on how much you like comedy in these types of movies. I I suppose like if mm-hmm. you don't mind it, then you you welcome that like whenever people say oh that money that movie had too much comedy in it and i'm like oh i'm sorry i didn't realize that laughing too much was a problem <laughs> like i'm one of those guys yeah 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 well, yeah i'm like but, a dick I mean, about it movies, so. certain movies call for that like you know sure sure they're just over but yeah i can like i can understand that if you feel like it's breaking up the tension for you just a little bit uh, like what was there was something that i was watching recently that had that same problem um uh, oh no it was it wasn't that the, it wasn't necessarily the movie's fault, but it was when I went to go see Us. There was oh. a lot of a lot of people were like laughing at things that I think made them feel awkward because they didn't understand them, and so there was oh. a lot of like, awkward laughter in the theater. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, it's kind of ruining the tension parts because gotcha. people are laughing during it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not supposed to be funny. Shut up. <laughs> we had a really good crowd that that kind of got it. So right. it was just stunned silence, and then yeah, laugh that's what it needed when the jokes yeah. happened. Right, right. But yeah, I, I agree that if it was poorly placed comedy in that movie, just like in this one, then mm-hmm. I could see that being like, well, fuck. But uh, why don't we go around and everyone can pick which either your favorite character or who who would you be on the event horizon out of the crew of people? How about you, Richard? I'd be the guy who died. The uh, <laughs> Mr. Justin? I don't know. I'd, I'd oh. be dead. <laughs> I'd be the guy that yeah. That died or- originally. I got some serious ass memories haunting me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I think I was a little disappointed uh, this with this viewing just because. Uh, I mean, I guess uh, since I've watched like a billion freaking horror movies since 1997 or whatever, <laughs> I, uh, mm-hmm. I might be a little jaded on getting scared. So I definitely wasn't scared this time. Right. Sure. Right. Uh, right. But yeah, the the design of the ship, like you're talking about, is mm-hmm. just so wonderful. Uh, the CGI made me bust out laughing. That damn wrench or the pliers <laughs> or whatever the fuck. I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, I was like that. That kind of didn't help. But is that uh, who, you would be the pliers. Yeah, I'd be the pliers of the ship. I do like to clamp things <laughs> in my teeth. I guess. No. <laughs> but uh, no, this was this was fun. I, I uh, I'm gonna kind of stick to the 
Uh, maybe I won't watch this again for another decade or so. Just kind of give myself a chance to forget because. Uh, sure. Sure. I, I the Lovecraftian in space stuff that's always going to win me over. So yeah, sure, it's good. Sure. It's good times. Yeah. Right. I would be Sam Neill's character because right. because I have no will. I have no self control. So if a ship came to me and said you're going to be my bitch, I'm like, all right, cool. Let's do what I do. Gouge my eyes out. All right. <laughs> I might, I might need a little help from that because I probably am not a hero type. Like, I'm not going to rescue people, especially his his motive in the film. He's lost everything. He's got nothing to lose. So he's on that ship. Right, right. And he's like, fuck it. This is my ship. You guys are going down. Here's my eyes. Yeah, yeah I, I was rooting for his character the whole time. I didn't. I mean, I liked all the other characters and everything. But even back in the day, I was like. Hell yeah, the ship's evil. Sam Neill's evil. I'm with him. You know, I wanted. I was actually rooting for him. You know. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, like, get I was, these yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like, I would, I would probably be Sam Neill in this, in this. Right. And what about your? Uh, what would your kind of thoughts and your oh, opinion um, be on the movie? Yeah, like I, I don't think that movie holds up as well as I, like I, I, I remember it as far as like, like Richard was saying, you know, scary. This, but it still, but it still hits me home. And mm -hmm. I'm I like I honestly do want to watch it right after we podcast. Either that or Killer Clowns. I have to juggle that. So, <laughs> so no, I love this movie. <laughs> I, I love this movie. Um, Event Horizon is one of the things where I actually had the posters on in my garage. You know, from you know when I used to go to conventions and grab it. You know, you know free things, and I had an Event Horizon poster that I cherish for a long time. Don't ask me why. But it, it just like I don't know. I I did always it have say, Sam Neill's face on it. It did. And that's why. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> He's so distinguished. I cut, I cut all the eyes out of the poster. Um, <laughs> and then folded it in half. And then folded it. Stuck the pencil through. <laughs> it's a good talking point. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> No, dude. So honestly, like, I really do love like like Event Horizon is a staple in my repertoire of especially sci-fi horror. Um, is right. is not in my top list. Like, if I did a sci-fi list, sure, it might be it it will be in the top of those. But like, as far as horror movie, no. It but it's at it's on the cutting edge there. Um, just because I thought it was doing something different at the time, and I still sure, think sure. it does something different. You know, from today's world too. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely would agree with that. Uh, so, I would have to say, my character, I would probably be Schmitty. Uh-huh. Just get Mr. the fuck Smith. out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love when th they're having the whole talk, and he's like, have you seen anything, Mr. Smith? And he's like, no, but what I can tell you is that this ship is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Smitty, have you seen anything unusual at all? No, I haven't seen anything, and I don't need to see anything, sir, but I can tell you. This ship is fucked. And he's like, oh, thank you for your scientific analysis there. And then he tries to kick the dude's ass because right, he's right. being a smarty pants. So. I'm like, yeah, that's my dude right there. <laughs> if you're going to try and outsmart me, I'm going to beat you up. I did like him how he just did not <laughs> want anything to do with the ship. He's like, I'm not staying here. I'll be on the other one Like, if you need yeah, me. Yeah. I did like that. And then he just blows up with it anyways. Yeah. He's like, well, fuck this. I'm just going to blow up. I guess he kind of got the easy way out. Uh, yeah, he did. Quick and painless. But yeah, I would say... I'm kind of right there with you guys. Obviously, I hadn't seen it before to feel like it was a letdown or anything mm. to, to come back to it of what I remembered it. But I have heard of this being mentioned as like one of the best in space sci-fi horror movies. 
and I, I didn't really know exactly what the, the threat was in the movie. And so I guess that what I would say the letdown for me is that I, I, I prefer things where the threat is like a tangible thing. So whether it was like aliens or space monsters or something like that. Right. If it, if it would have been that they were taken over by some kind of space monsters and that like ripped the people apart and, and fucked them up or whatever. I hear you. If they went to some other dimension that I would have been like, yes, this movie is like the best thing ever. <laughs> right. But because it kind of went to that abstract, like, oh, the, the ship went to hell and then yeah. all this like crazy stuff happened because of hell stuff. Because hell stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. eh, well, I'm not really, <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't buy into that kind of shit anyway so much, so. I don't either, as, but it's still fun. Like, like Oh, yeah, yeah, well, and, I mean, yeah. as as you know from the show, like, the, that's that falls into that realm of, like, possession or religious right. horror or, like, even ghost or, or haunting type stuff. Like, a, it's, I, it's kind of bordering on that. Yeah, you will watch ghost movies with me. <laughs> and sometimes I like them quite a bit. It just depends on yeah. how it's executed. And I did like this one quite a bit. I would say I like this one a lot. I, I didn't love it per se, mm. but because of the fact that everything is so aesthetically awesome and it's also not really a bloated movie, it, it's it's a short runtime. Yeah. A lot of shit happens. There's a, a big scope in this movie too, even though it's supposed to be they're trapped in one space or trapped in this giant freaking ship. Mm-hmm. And also they're kind of trapped in space and on another ship. And so... It, it has this big feeling, even though it's also supposed to be kind of a bottle narrative. And it, right. it's just really entertaining. It has a lot of great characters in it, too, people that we didn't even mention, like the the doctor guy, uh, DJ or whatever his name is. Like he's right. in a ton of stuff that's really awesome. Uh, obviously, Lawrence Fishburne we mentioned. The, the two women that are on the, on the crew are both very recognizable from other things that mm-hmm. I, I can't recall off the top of my head, but I know I've seen them and stuff. And all the actors just killed it in this movie. There was no one there like, oh, that guy's kind of the weak link. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, even Mr. Justin was great being unconscious. <laughs> I really believe that he's his, unconscious. His death was awesome, too. Or, oh, no. oh, no, no, no. Sorry, he didn't die. His accident was pretty awesome, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's funny because he had the, the crazy accident and he actually didn't end up dying. Right, right. But that was pretty bloody, pretty brutal what mm. he went through. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like that the survivor group was not, it wasn't like, oh, well, Lawrence Fishburne and Sam Neill are going to be right. the ones that survive because they're the big stars. It was like, right. these guys are the ones that survived? Right. Like the, the wisecracking guy, the one woman, and the guy that went out into space with no astronaut suit on, he lived? Exactly. <laughs> I think that's kind of cool. It's like a curveball. It is. It is. And it makes it more believable because, right. you know, accidents... Uh, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. It's more random. Where who you know what the, who dies? Not just like you know the heroes, the, the you know the generals. All they can survive. And I like it when they're the heads of these guys are cut off first, and then it's a secondary group that has to step up. Right. But yeah, definitely a cool one. I'm glad that it was on the list and something that I could see myself going back to revisit just because mm-hmm. whether I like. I, I try not to be the guy that when I watch a movie and go like, well, what I would have done, like, cause I'm not, I don't even know <laughs> right. how fucking, how they make that cool shot from the last movie where it zooms in and out. Like, I just think it's magic. So. <laughs> Clearly not a filmmaker. So I don't like to be that guy where I'm like, well, if they would have put aliens in it, it would have been a better movie. Like, right, well, I, don't, I, hear you. I don't write stories and I don't make movies, so I can't say what I think would be a better way to do it. I just sure. I can kind of say like, I think that if there was a movie that did all of the stuff, but it was this, then maybe I might have enjoyed that more. 
but I don't want to like pick it apart and say this is how they should have done it. So. Right, I gotcha. Uh, and obviously, people love that kind of shit too. Like the the whole Hellraiser influence of this movie. A lot of people Hellraiser is like some of their favorite shit in the world. So sure, sure. Uh, which you know I like it, but it's not my favorite thing ever. So right, except for Hellraiser three, the club scene. That's the best in the world. <laughs> Hell Just yeah, that scene is good. You know. <laughs> right. Maybe. All right. Cool. Well, let's take uh, another quick break here. We'll come back and talk about our last movie, which I wrote down on, on my paper here as KKFOS. <laughs> Kickfoss. Kickfoss. Love that movie. <laughs> yes. So we'll be back to talk about Kickfoss. Finally, making his debut on the show, Paul Nashy in Fury of the Wolfman. Nice. Mm-hmm. So stoked on that because, uh, unlike uh, Paul Nashy and most of his fans, I love that one. Nice. That's Paul Nashy's most hated film that he did because the director was an alcoholic. Oh. <laughs> and uh, filmed a bunch of sequences without him. Like oh. just <laughs> some rando French dude in bad makeup running around acting like a werewolf. <laughs> 
Don't worry, these are far shots. We won't even see him up there. Oh, it's so obvious. It's so... Because, <laughs> you know, Nashy brought that physicality, man. He brought... He always brought it mm -hmm. when he was the wolf man. And so <laughs> this other guy just kind of like... boop a doop a doop <laughs> He would, you might say he was running around like he was a killer clone from outer space in a wolf makeup. There you go. There you go. Put <laughs> a spin on it. And with that, we are back to talk about killer clowns from outer space, not in wolf makeup. No. Because that would be From weird. 1988. And the super duper brief synopsis says, Aliens who look like clowns come from outer space and terrorize a small town. Perfect. Which I, I couldn't figure <laughs> out what the town was i think it was like any town usa yeah like they, they had a name for it but i don't i don't remember it being a specific state yeah i don't remember either in it's it's good in, or uh the town kind of represents america in, in general so you can pinpoint it anywhere like i can relate to it you can probably relate to it you know it's yeah. not like in a big city it's just kind of like there yeah, there's That's like cool. a random hillbilly that just lives a little bit on the outside of town. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> we all have that I was like, guy. how does this guy fit into town? Yeah, we... <laughs> he's this super southern accent, like he's uh, S Stephen King in Creepshow or something. That's right, that's right. <laughs> yep. He's like their Jordy Verrill. <laughs> They're in uh, South Clownsburg. Yeah, right, but uh, I, I love the uh, whole kind of like town setup. It, it has that, that great small town feel to it, yeah, and they... Yeah, yeah. They move throughout the scenery pretty well in this one, too. It's another one where it's kind of all over the place. They're at the police station and out on the streets and mm -hmm. at the, the top of the world makeout place and inside the crazy spaceship tent. And, yeah. Uh, what uh, What's your kind of initial thoughts on seeing this for the first time, Richard? Well, I knew a little bit of what I was getting into because of like what I caught on cable ages ago. Sure. And which sure. very was basically the uh, shadow puppet scene. That's like the only thing I saw. <laughs> right. And of course, this movie's reputation. I mean, it it doesn't have casual fans of it. I don't think. I think it's mainly just people who fucking love it. You know. Yep. Love and me. And so. Yep. Sure. I, and I just never got around to it. I don't know. I don't know what I saw back in the day that I didn't like, but I just kind of like meh, meh, whatever. I'll watch it when I watch it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sure. And so seeing this that for happens. the first time, especially now that I appreciate the, the freaking the amount of work that goes into these films, it is yeah. oh, I know. astonishing what they pulled off for this yeah. bonkers ass movie. <laughs> it is bonkers, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So um, I will uh, absolutely be returning to this sometime just just to make up for lost time. I think it's sure. uh, this, is, <laughs> this is pretty great. Yeah. Cool. And I, I had mentioned before that this one I had seen when I was much younger. And the it's funny because when I watch it now, it just seems mostly all comedic. Other than there's a couple scenes that are a little bit creepy, like the the, the little girl at the burger place and <laughs> yeah. the clown is like trying to lure her out. And right. I'm like, oh, this, this feels like really kind of gross. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, the one that always, for some reason, fucked me up when I was a kid is the 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 part when Officer Mooney gets killed. Yes, the puppet, yeah. And he's he's using him as the hand puppet. Hey, James. Who was the lady I saw you with last night? Don't worry, Dave. All we want to do is kill you.
Yes. God. Because because his deliverance, that Officer Mooney's deliverance in it, was yeah. eerie. It was great, you know. Well, yeah. and and he's doing the the hand puppet thing and making him talk. Yeah. And then when he just like drops him and it's that dead like fall on the floor and makes that sound of yeah. his his hand like coming out of the wet yes. blood of his back or whatever. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's so gross. So, like, <laughs> I don't know why that freaked me out so bad because I watch it now and I'm like, you don't even really see anything. It's yeah, because that's like the only like graphic thing in the movie, really. Uh, you know, as right. far as like blood and gut, guts wise, you know, that's the only. Yeah, all the kills are very. Tongue muted. and cheek. I mean, there's, yeah. there's like blood that he's drinking out of the cotton candy cocoon of the yeah. person. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Or the one they rip it off and you see the guy's bloody face sort of but yes what i find even creepier about that scene is that the clowns never speak english mm-hmm. they right. never talk yes but yet they're speaking through this dead man yeah and that just like how much of that is like him talking or is it just mm-hmm. completely at the whim of the clown who definitely uh-huh. has his hand going up his butt Right. It was not his back. It was definitely his butthole. It was he butt. was a butt puppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yes. Oh, That's what makes nobody even... wants to be a butt puppet. No, no. <laughs> We're telling you from experience. <laughs> his voice would be way higher. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wait. What? Yeah. What? what? Uh, but the, yeah, the the. The sheriff was such a dick too. I he was, he was, but he was so like he was the greatest. He was I'm the so greatest. Glad to... <laughs> He's like madness. that. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, I, it's just complete madness. How could anyone that shitty have any authority anywhere? Right. So no. he's not functioning at all. That's what yeah. makes him so great. Like he just locks up somebody just for just for being a you know like like different you know or or like you got yeah. spiky hair or throw him in jail for a day. That'll teach him get out of my town i kind of like you know he's probably a real racist he's probably like you know massage oh yeah, yeah but his the one of the best scenes of o- officer mooney was when all these uh calls started coming in as clowns he thought it was a big prank and he's sitting mm-hmm. there he's like not today you're not gonna fool me today and all the phones are blaring around and he's like eating his chips and it was and he's like a, the smile on his face <laughs> it's I like this guy's awesome yeah and i'm glad that in that scene when he's busting the guys for drinking in the park, <laughs> I know. like like revisiting it now, like I hadn't seen it in a while, and that I mean I've seen it within the last few years, but right, after right. not seeing it for a long time and then seeing it again, and they he brings the guys in and he starts talking shit about them, and I'm like, oh please don't go homophobic, please don't go homophobic, right? And then they don't, and I was like, yes, thank you, movie. <laughs> I know, it's like, but like I was just waiting for it for yeah, him but to you know say is. something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. those guys. Yeah, it's just the, the 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 movie didn't show him do it, but you knew he's yeah, like you, all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And luckily, the they were both white guys, so right, else, right, right. Like you had said, it probably would have went there. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, he was such an asshole. You're just like, what the fuck? Like you just just want the the other cop, Dave, to just beat the shit out of him. Right, right. Like, come on, Dave, get him. But. Uh, so when the, these clowns come into the movie pretty early, yeah. And what I love is that there's there's so many different ones. Yes. Nice. Yes. That they yeah. have kind of this main little group of them, but then there's these scenes where there's like 10, 15, 20 of them or something. Yeah, there's probably at least 20 different on it, like 20 different costumes yeah. that you see throughout this movie, and sometimes you never see them again. Mm-hmm. And the one probably like 
one of the greatest things that I see all the time. Like I said, I've memorized this movie. I love it so much uh, mm -hmm. because it's so out of just just out of touch with everything. Uh, is the fact that when we're introduced to the clowns, we see their their big um, spaceship, which is a you know a circus tent. You know, right. so they're really keeping the theme. Of course. Um, every time you see the clowns, it's a there's a progression. Like they they're out there as we're following like our heroes or other actors. The clowns are out there wrecking havoc and doing their thing. So every single time you see them, it's it's something bigger and something bigger, like more cocoons that they're turning people into, and then different clowns and like you know, like I said, like 10, 20 different you know outfits. And we're right. not really following the clowns. We just seeing like this shit that's going on, especially like that scene mm -hmm. where. They're in the streets and they have the big uh, float and they're sucking up all the cocoon bodies. It's the greatest ever. And it's like, it's funny, but at the same time, it's disturbing because you're like, holy shit, there are so many people. Like the same thing with the in, inside the ship. Yeah. And there's whatever hundreds of, of cocoons of cotton candy with people inside of them. And you're like, oh, it's kind of funny. And it's also kind of fucked up. Holy yeah, yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're all a bodies. Lot of people. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they got the whole town, you know? Mm-hmm. It's proof that candy makes everything better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they definitely kidnapped the girl for mating purposes later. In the balls, yep. Yeah, they were like, let's keep this lady. She's hot. Well, yeah, because there was somebody else that had called in, and he was like, what, your wife got – they took away your wife in a balloon? Yeah, that's And right. so it was definitely yeah. something with the women that they were keeping them in balloons. Yes. And some of them – I mean, there was the one hot chick that they delivered the pizza, but then they cocooned her, so... There wasn't really a lot of rhyme or reason to why they were doing things. It was just, like, clown stuff. Right. Like I said, like I said... They even kind of referenced it, like, why are they shooting popcorn at us? Because they're clowns! Because they're clowns! <laughs> yeah. It's just that, like, like, you really think about how silly that is, but how smart that is. Like, oh, yeah, everything <laughs> is clown-related. Yeah, like, the, the, like, one of my favorite I, uh, things was when the when they were trying to escape the house, whatever, and the guy was going to go out the window or the, you know, the girl or yeah. no, the guy. Yeah, yeah, the girl. And they're all, and there's like five underneath with the, with the, with the, <laughs> like a the tiny, uh, uh, thing to catch her for jumping. Yeah. They're a like trampoline type thing. It's the funniest damn thing. I've ever seen. It's like that kind of stuff is the funniest thing ever. I don't know why it's I like know. so stupid. It's funny. You know, uh, <laughs> the, when they all get out of the clown car and there's like five of them there and they all, or six of them there and I'll get out of the clown yeah. car. And then they throw pies at the guy. That, you know, I know. Just... They mow the dude down with pies. Yeah. And melts. Oh, because, my God. Yeah. Because they're clowns. <laughs> you know? I and, know. Everything is clown. Yeah. And um, real fast before I, I'm, I'm Mike hogging this right now. But uh, No, it's okay. Um, they, it's kind of cool because they, the, the actors in there or the people who are following say, like, you know, look, they're clowns, but maybe they're, they've been here before. And our interpretation of clowns comes from these guys from ancient times. Like, mm -hmm. They're a planet of clowns, but we adopted this persona of a clown through because right. they've been here before. I love that little line says a lot. Like, yeah, that that's that makes sense, you know. Why they do popcorn, why right. it's cotton candy, why it's a twirly straw, you know, that they're doing things and we associate that with like circus and just goofiness, but that's their society. Right. What what was uh, some of your favorite clown related references, Mar uh, Richard? Sorry. Um, I liked how everyone kept saying, oh, they're just clowning around. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, I don't know if anybody said that. Uh, yeah, the, the the nightmarish shit, like the way the, the bodies were in the cocoons, was, it wasn't graphic, but right. when you see what happened to Royal Dano, the, the redneck character, when you see his face, and it's right. just shrunken and bloody, and it's like, oh, like, 
those people are fucking dead and it's that just makes it so much more grotesque and weird um like and this the ship their whole spaceship is such a freaking fun nightmare i know everything is like like curved lines and bright colors so and this just explodes on freaking hd man oh my god they did I think it was Arrow Video did an amazing job with this. It looks fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. yeah I don't. I don't have a special edition one. I just have the basic bitch Blu-ray. Yeah. Same. And uh, it's <laughs> ditto. And uh, just man, I I, I love this, this scene that Marco mentioned with the them waiting outside the window to catch her and with the <laughs> trampoline. She's like, but yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was beautiful. They just appear. They're just like, come on. <laughs> I know. We got you. Or, yeah. What about the, uh, when, when they first find the circus tent and then they're going to run away and they, the guy makes a balloon animal dog to chase yeah. after them with? I know. That's oh the thing. That's <laughs> yeah. the clown gimmick stuff that works so well, and you know. They it's run like, it over. Hmm, we need an attack dog. And then he makes a quick balloon animal and starts barking. Uh, like, oh my god, that's so amazing. Oh, or the invisible car. Right. Which, of course, he's riding the invisible car, which I heard that was, like, kind of a bitch to make that effect. Oh, I bet. I mean, this was 88, so yeah, yeah. everything was hard to do anyways. But uh, My my wife uh, does not like clowns. She she is uh, one of the <laughs> folks who's afraid of clowns, which I don't uh, – I'm not afraid of clowns. Uh, I'm not either. Yeah. They're, a, right. they're annoying, but they don't scare me. I think there's – a trend in horror now to ruin mm-hmm. clowns forever where right. Yeah. right i was watching some season of american horror story and i was like what why do they have clowns again they just had clowns <laughs> in another season they had like a, a clown oh they brought the clown character back okay and there's Send more clowns, the clowns. Like, yeah. but yeah i i think uh so she wasn't having any of these gags. I was like, look what they're doing. Look what they're doing. Yeah, she's, like, exactly. she's like, yeah, it's great. So that mm-hmm. was pretty fun. But uh, yeah. yeah, I think I think hopefully someday clowns will be not overused, especially not at haunts. Like haunted oh, houses right. are so clown friendly now. It's like a clown. Oh, convention. yeah. It's just like take a clown costume, splatter some blood on him, give him scary teeth Terrifying. and a chainsaw. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not afraid of clowns at all. Like not even right. as a kid, except for the poltergeist clown. Fuck that clown. But that's messed up. Yeah, that one. Um, I'm just. I'm only afraid of them. If they're a lot bigger than me. But that's more of a size thing than a makeup <laughs> thing. Like yeah. they're like in the groin. Like if they have. <laughs> yeah. Well endowed. Like a, a huge else? clown dick. Yeah. <laughs> How? And it looks like one of those popcorn monsters. <laughs> Their dick is a popcorn monster. Oh, and also, that... uh, touche, sir. <laughs> yeah, and also mm. when the in the movie when the when the clowns die by popping their nose and then they burst into like confetti. <laughs> so cool. I know. I know. <laughs> right. Uh, what about the the two ice cream selling brothers, the Terenzi <laughs> brothers? What the fuck? They'll... These guys are so funny. They They'll get out hilarious. of this. They go on lots of adventures or whatever. I know. <laughs> well, I, I love so that weird. they show up where all the people are making out. And they start dropping all this like sexual innuendo stuff. Yeah, it's so like, to sell how about ice the yeah. and the fudgy wudgies. God, that reminded me of uh, Jim Carrey in uh, Once Bitten and his oh my god his yes. ice cream truck that he takes his girlfriend to the makeout point for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> fucking awesome. Yes. And then when he convinces them to go to go uh, rescue Debbie, 
And they're like, she's got two roommates with big boobs. <laughs> with big boobs. And they're like, oh, do they like ice cream too? <laughs> they love ice cream. Well, let's he go. He was so infatuated with the brothers. Like, they're the heroes. Like, he's so oh in, enamored with them. He's like, oh, there they are. They're the best. They're, these guys These guys are the yeah. shit. You know, you they, want to have a good everything. time? Hang out with Rich and Paul. That yeah, Rich and Paul are awesome. such a weird detail in this movie. I, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Yeah, like but then they they everybody become such an important part too. Yes, right. <laughs> because they they trick the clownzilla thing into thinking, or the clowns themselves into thinking that they were gods until clownzilla shows up. Oh right, yeah, they had them all because uh, on top of their ice cream truck has the a clown head, and then yeah. they at at the end of the movie when they burst the twins burst in there, all the clowns are like mesmerized by the clown head. <laughs> it's a great, great scene. I wish clownzilla would have showed up in uh, Ready Player One. Oh, oh that would have been, cool. been fucking hilarious. <laughs> that would have been a good shout out. Did you guys catch the uh, the the one guy in the beginning of the movie? It was actually Christopher Titus. It was like his first role, I think, in a movie. The guy with the red glasses. No. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. Beginning. The blonde dude. Yeah, Holy he was the one. Shit. He walks past the cop car with all the beers, and he's like, yeah, he's like friggin' punks or whatever, yeah. and he's like, eh, that cops. is hilarious. I would have never. I I like a lot of the cast in this, but yeah, I did not spot him. That's funny. He's like almost unrecognizable because he was so young. It was like his first role. Yeah. But yeah, the whole cast is great. I love the the cop and the the boyfriend, the current boyfriend and previous boyfriend. And I like how they they have like these weird boundaries. Like the the ex boyfriend cop is very hands on with the girl. Right. But the current boyfriend is like not really very hands on with her at all. He's a goofball. Like she traded up from like a. Uh a jock to a nerd and he's just making yeah. her laugh he's like i guess you like the funny type rather than the protective type you know no, even even at the end when the spaceship is like blows up or whatever and then and he's he's back and the cop guy is is like holding her and like kissing her on the back of her head yeah and i thought that was your ex-girlfriend dude yeah, yeah, yeah. what the hell's going on here weird yeah it's about to be some threesome action going All on right and not the good kind if you know right. what i mean <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mike Tobacco was uh, played <laughs> by freaking somebody named Grant Kramer, who I would never have remembered this. He's the freaking wacko son in New Year's Evil. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was looking him up, and he was in a few things I had heard of or seen at least. He was in that horrible, horrible, awful, terrible, not very good Night of the Living Dead 30th Anniversary Edition. Have you ever had the uh, unfortunate... Oh, God. So <laughs> uh, they put out this 30th edition, and in order to try to kind of re- get back some of the money with the whole snafu with the copyright problems they had with Night of the Living Dead, okay. they shot a bunch of new scenes in black and white and stuck them in there, and oh. they are horrible. And apparently... Was, oh, it's so... It's not good. It's un... You won't... Your mind can't handle it. Just yeah. look them up. Look up those scenes online. It's unbelievable. Uh, childhood trauma-wise, he was in a movie I saw called Hard Bodies, which is an okay. 80s sex comedy that I watched with my grandpa. No, that's Beautiful. awesome. No, no, <laughs> no it, was it wasn't disgusting. awesome. <laughs> my grandpa thought I was asleep on the couch because we were staying at their house. So right. he was put on this movie with all these boobies and, and naked ladies in it. And every few minutes, he'd stare at me to see if I was asleep. <laughs> so I'm watching this sex movie. And every few minutes, I have to pretend I'm asleep with this <laughs> creepy old grandpa staring yeah. at my face. He keeps, did he keep checking you for boners? Yes. 
He was like, nope, nothing yet. Yeah. Not even a wiggle yeah. down there. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was a long night. <laughs> I see he was also, speaking of horror sci-fi, in a movie that seems like it's pretty awesome called Raptor from 2001. Ooh. There's a 2.7 on IMDb. Whoa. That must be good. And it has Eric Roberts and Corbin Burnson. Anything with Eric Roberts. Okay, I know what we're watching after this. <laughs> right? <laughs> Raptor, <laughs> here I come. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love the the characters in this are great. The It, it has a lot of comedy, but then mm-hmm. I think it does the cool thing where it is comedic, but then has these serious moments to latch on to, kind of like... If you have a movie that's just all comedy with nothing serious, just like if you have a movie that's all serious without a few minutes of like a little some levity or whatever, it right. can be kind of hard on somebody too. And so I think that they have these these little moments that are covered with a lot of silly clown shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, the, the cop, the, the thing we mentioned about them turning Mooney into a butt puppet. <laughs> but, uh, he, you know, he shows up there and... Mooney's being his hard-ass cop self and, you know, oh, here, you've been fucking with me all night and I'm going to throw you in jail and this is Mooney's jail and there's right. no laws here. Right. I'm supposed to read you your rights, but you're in Mooney's jail and you ain't got no rights. But then he, like, sprays him in the face with the water flower on his shirt. Yeah. And then they... They come back after he kills Mooney, and there's fucking giant clown footprints all over the place yeah, on the yeah. wall and the ceiling yeah. and everything. So good. Because they're uh, clowns. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is great. And he also delivers the the line of saying the name of the movie in the movie. Killer When clowns. they first go and they're right, reporting yeah. it. Yeah. 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 It's got to be in every sci-fi movie, I think, where they have to say the name of the movie in the movie. Yes. Yes. Well, they did. Oh man, they didn't say Invaders from Mars. They didn't say Invaders from Mars, but they did mention Mars. So, Event Horizon, we know they said it there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Killer Clowns once. I think the the name of Invaders from Mars was David Gardner. <laughs> David Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> this kept saying David Gardner. Right, right. David Gardner. David Gardner. Yeah, and what about the the shadow puppet thing? Mm-hmm. That thing was fucking so funny. It was great. Is is doing the the shadow puppets and it turns into George Washington crossing crossing yeah. the Delaware. <laughs> what? I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is the great. It's like those things, right? Like it's so silly, but you're just sitting there going genius. You know what I mean? Like I know. you go, that's fucking amazing. I, you know. I know. <laughs> Oh god! Oh, oh, and uh, when they're trying to escape at the end, and they run and they go down the hallway, and they're like, "I'll, I'll keep him distracted. Open the door." And then he opens it up, and he's, like, "It's another door." It's he another opens the door. door. Up. It's another door. It's like, "What are you doing back there?" And he opens it up, and they're like, "It's another door." Yeah, yeah. Shit! Another door. Like smaller and smaller doors. It's, oh god, it's great. Yeah, th- that that's the genius of the movie for sure. Is just yeah. yeah how much of this crap that they thought of and and put into this. Like I wonder how long it took them to write the script or if they like, kept bringing people in. They're like, what are some more 
good clown gags. Right. Like, I wonder if they studied by watching a bunch of like clown movies or something. <laughs> like, how do you prepare for this? They just put everything on a chalkboard and like, this is all mm -hmm. the gags and, and let's see how many oh, we can do. Yeah. They went to clown college. They had to. Definitely. You know. They designed it from Clowns R Us or whatever he said, right? There you go. So they went to Clowns R Us to decorate this place. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now I want to go to Clowns that R Us. That was just trivia they delivered right there in the movie. Right. <laughs> right. They're like uh, breaking the fourth wall, sort of. Yes. Uh, cool. Well, I, I think anyone that hasn't seen this movie, like it's something definitely that they should go and check out. And uh, I could kind of spin this into our, our final thoughts and ratings here on this one. Yeah. But... I will start off and say that this one, I am in the camp of love this movie. Mm -hmm. I, I think that if I didn't have the nostalgia seeing it now, I still would probably love it just because I'm kind of leaned more into being a sucker for cheese and, and comedy and, and sort of slapsticky over the top things or like beating the same kind of joke to death like this. Mm -hmm. I, I love that type of stuff, but... For sure, people that aren't as much into comedy are going to think that this is terrible. I mean, anyone can appreciate these awesome special effects in the movie. Uh, I mean, some of the computer stuff is obviously janky for being 1988. But, yeah. Uh, the, but I think it even the sort of wackiness of that fits. Mm -hmm. But the all the stuff with the clowns are practical. I mean, the, the way that like their freaking ears move and stuff when right. they talk. Right. It's like just this advanced level of robotics that they're putting into this. Um, but yeah, I, I fall into the camp of loving this one. But I think it's not just purely based on nostalgia, but that does play a factor into it for me for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't find a lot to necessarily fault in it for myself other than just I would say if somebody doesn't like over-the-top comedy, they're probably not going to like it as much, and I respect that. Right. Uh, what about you, Marco? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, again, the huge nostalgia, but this is like um, a horror movie, because it is a horror movie, because, you know, that's sci-fi horror. It, it is a movie that it's goofy over the top, but it's also refreshing and funny and doesn't take itself serious, but that does have a very macabre or more, very morbid you know, undertone with the you know the mm -hmm. bot knowing that there's bodies and they've killed a lot of people in this movie we just right. didn't show all the kills and then there were some really funny ones you know like are what are you gonna do knock my block off and the clown hits his guy's head off and it goes in the trash can it's so good yeah <laughs> uh, this is stuff that we do not see today um yeah and i fear this is why like i said i have that whole uh re reboot phobia some are good, some are bad, but if they try to do a killer clowns from outer space uh, today, I think they would try to make it too scary or too violent, um, which they're going to miss those gags that we're just enjoying. Like, like I said, like the trampoline thing and the, the dog puppet, you know, the, the balloon puppet and the hand puppet, all that stuff. They'll try to do it a little bit too serious where yeah, this movie yeah. doesn't need to be that because it was just like that, that fun. It's a fun horror movie. Like I said, comedy, but fun. Um, yeah, well, there's been like a sequel thing in in pre-production for many years, but mm. it's also supposed to be the guys that originally made it Cho that are behind Chodo it. Brother Chiodo Brothers. Chiodo Brothers. Chiodo, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully they would maintain some of the integrity being yeah. the ones that originally made it, but yeah, you know, they're also the puppeteers for Team America, which is right. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah, but... god. 
you know, you can make a sequel to this movie or a reboot, right, and ramp it up. You can ramp up the violence and ramp up the gags and stuff. But I just fear that they'll try to do something way over the top with it and make it too too uh, monstery, which is just, they're clowns. Come on, you know. Right. Um, but no, I I love this movie. This is a this is a staple. Like a everybody needs to have it in their in their house. You know, I'm nice. really curious to see uh, Richard's thoughts on it because again, he's he's he knew about the movie. He saw bits and pieces, but having this you know modern. Um, taste of of horror you know how does this relate to like now seeing it and it's like was it worth the hype was it worth like what everybody's saying is it is it that funny you know what i mean like because sometimes describing something is not as you know you watch the movie it's like this is what the hell is the hype about you know what i mean so it happens you know and i fall under that category a lot of times of like look i, I love this movie uh you know paul watch it and, and he's like yeah it was good but it's not like as good as you're making it to be and i felt like I, sometimes i feel like well maybe that's because of the times that i saw it it just i yeah. overly oh, yeah, yeah. sold it but uh yeah i killer clowns dude's classic absolute classic nice what do you think richard well i am a sucker for a labor of love and mm-hmm. when family gets together to make a right. movie like it's it's clearly a labor of love like these right. guys haven't they've worked in films a lot but you know this wasn't like this huge success stepping stone uh them trying to please everybody yes. right this is them doing something completely for themselves and i think th- there's some casting in it that you know kind of see some like some oh, yeah. hit people like i think uh suzanne snyder uh who plays the main girl debbie uh she did a lot of like stuff uh oh yeah uh, uh, weird science and um, one of my mm-hmm. top 10 favorite horror films of all time night of the creeps mm-hmm. and uh, nice but yeah th- this this is just such a joy to, to behold uh, and uh, I've, I've really 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 enjoyed it I'll definitely be returning to it cool. um, there's there's just oh there's just something about it like it's, it's like this weird can't yeah. quite put my fingers on it it's exactly uh, that, that just <laughs> mm-hmm. it just makes it so special um, maybe it's those Terzani brothers. I just can't get enough of them. <laughs> They're just such fun guys. <laughs> right? They need a spin-off movie. <laughs> I, I really think that they were supposed to be the Chiodo brothers. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah, just yeah. them. Like, let's put ourselves in the movie. If we get up to some yeah. wacky adventures. We just want people to understand us. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're cool guys. <laughs> we just can't get chicks, so we're gonna make a movie so we can get chicks. Hey, they got chicks. They, just they got chicks at the end. That's right. <laughs> oh, Big, my God. Well, they have the, the, they have the two overweight girls that they're trying to trick into going to make out point with them. Yeah. And I was like, that's a whole other movie right there is oh, them yeah. trying to get laid. And yeah. then, oh, yeah. Then they have sex with clowns. We just hang out. <laughs> Don't God. try anything. I know. <laughs> they totally had clown sex. That's amazing. They did. Definitely. We needed to see it. Yeah. It's, it's not even in the deleted scenes on my DVD. I'm pissed. <laughs> this is some bullshit about how Deborah was traumatized by clowns fucking with her at the circus or something. Was a deleted scene. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, little, yeah, yeah. Little backstory there. Yeah, they made, it, they made it too serious, and they were like, no, nah, that's too serious for this movie. Right. Just whack that. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, I'm glad that you that you really liked this oh, one. Yeah. I, I think it's like I said. I, I feel like people that hadn't seen this 
and see it now that appreciate that type of movie can can get it there there's definitely something that can be nostalgic about this one but i still feel like it works kind of holds up right like on a modern lover yeah just the plot and the content maybe not the acting and stuff but it's just it's just it holds up to this day where you can put it on and just have a blast with it no matter who's watching yeah definitely all right well i think that will do it for these movie discussions but before we leave, why don't you let our fine listeners know where they can keep up with you at if they want to go down a RGS rabbit hole. Mm. Or just just my hole in general. <laughs> Whatever. No rabbits required. Just putting uh, it right. out there. Just putting it out there. Yeah, whatever hole. Exactly. Whatever hole. Oh my God. Any hole you're in. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Legion Podcast Network, you can find Hello, This is the Doom Show or... Uh, Go to hellodoomshow.podomatic.com. Occasionally, I throw some of the quote-unquote classic episodes. Anything with my voice, my horrible voice on it is probably not a classic, Uh, but they're on YouTube. (laughs) Uh, Look for Hello, This is Doom Show there. And last but not least, uh, doomedmoviethon.com. We have the entire archive. You can go, because we've been going for, we're coming up on our eight-year anniversary, I think. Wow, nice. Nice. We should have way more episodes, but we're lazy. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, can't help it. It's a lot of work for nothing. Right. <laughs> I, I'm not even the hardest working man in this room. <laughs> and I'm alone. <laughs> the cuckoo clock works harder. <laughs> yes, it does. It's got to go off every hour. Every, every, every half hour. hour and every hour. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a lot of work. My brother, he's like, he was, I was on the phone with him. He's like, what the fuck was that? I'm like, oh, it's the uh, cuckoo clock. And he's like, that's horrible. How do you put up with that? I'm like, well, we have like three or four of them. He's like, what? Uh, <laughs> it takes one to be able to tolerate one. Exactly. Uh, what about, you, you also have... Some music and a book out too, right? Yeah. Um, a couple books? I got uh, on Amazon, you can find a Giallo Meltdown, a movie-thon diary where I just watched a bunch of Giallo movies. Uh, Cinema Somnambulist is my blog. Um, I wanted actually to take my blog and put it on a bookshelf, so I did that. Uh, my third mm-hmm. book is almost done. It's called Doomed Movie-thon, and that's just all the movie-thons I did that weren't related to Giallo nice. movies, so me destroying my brain with weekend-long movie thons. <laughs> also in a band called uh, Gyro Jets. I almost forgot what the name was for a second. <laughs> uh, we got in the band. That happens. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we're on Bandcamp and Spotify and all those places you can find us. Um, we're Tampa's premier realistic music band. Nice. And uh, there's something else I did. I think that's all my things. Mm. Yes. Yay. Very cool. Probably. At least all the things I can think of. <laughs> Music, books, and movies. Booyah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, yeah, this has been awesome. I am glad that we uh, came back around to this and, yeah, and had you on the show. Thank you so much. To talk about some stuff. And this has been a nice relief from all the movies that we've been doing on the show, which have been uh, a lot of uh, torture and... Very dark. Mm-hmm. Male rape and vengeance and... Mm-hmm. Female rape and pig rape. Don't forget pig rape. Pig rape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's just a lot of raping and revenge. My all-time favorite. 
<laughs> the pig pig rape revenge. The pig gets raped and then the, the, goes after the townspeople. Ah, then the pig does the raping. Ah. That's right. <laughs> That's a movie I don't want to see. <laughs> but you'll or get to it. We? You'll get to it eventually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Until Duncan recommends it. No swine show. before it's time. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, all right. So anyone listening to us, you obviously know where to find the show. But if you would like to keep up with our network affiliates, we are proudly a part of actually three different podcast networks now. The Legion Podcast Network with many other great shows like Richard's Hello, This is the Doom Show. And we are also a part of the Padded Room Podcast Network and the Raw Live and Unedited Podcast Network. Those are more podcast channel feeds, so if you subscribe to them, you're going to get us and a bunch of other cool shit as well in your feed. So please support our friends, and I think that is going to do it for now. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next time.